tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And he's supposed to be the reasonable Baptist Christian who knows all about the apocalypse and shit. <laughs> he looks like you could grab his face and mold it into a different face. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It looks like and you could, like, not only that you could, but that you should. Right. You could pull down the cheeks and he'd be Winston Churchill and he'd be like, that's a fun thing, right? And he'd be like, hey, <laughs> do Nixon. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because joy went out of style in 2016. I'm your host, No Illusions, <laughs> and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back, sir. Thanks, Noah. Sorry, uh, just reading a pop-up ad. Uh, I can increase the size and endurance of my button with this one simple trick. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm going to click on this. Yeah, no, by all means, by all means. Um, and while you're doing that, I'll introduce this other fellow sitting 81 miles to my right. That would be my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I am ready for yet another inappropriate musical number, Noah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. We're going to make you wait for this. We're going to make you think you're not going to get one, but then you're going to get one. Uh, so tell us, Heath, what are we going to be breaking down today? We watched Future Tense. It's the story of what would have happened if Quentin Tarantino suffered a head injury, got born again, and started making Christian apocalypse movies that have disjointed narratives, but for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yes. It's pulpit fiction. <laughs> well done. Well done, sir. Well done. And Eli, <laughs> how bad was this movie? Well, if you loved Lone Stars, I'm already there, but you wish it was a hellfire threat. You will love this movie. It's a 50% Hello Mudda, Hello Father, 50% that guy yelling at you on the subway. <laughs> All right. You went a little too obscure with the references for me to laugh along, but I'm sure that was some funny shit. Now, um, technically, this is the second film in a trilogy, uh, the trilogy that we started last week, but but not in the sense that it had anything to do with the last movie, just that this production company happened to make three and they're like, that's a trilogy, right? <laughs> yep. Um, but, but, but I started thinking maybe it, maybe it actually is a trilogy and we're just not tuned in enough to Christianity to get it. So I was wondering mm -hmm. if, if either of you guys had any fan theories on the like extended universe that connects these two films. Oh, uh, dad is the truck driver that hits the kids in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what he does. They don't say. No, you're right. Good point. He Good looks point. sinister. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a tie-in with Footloose and Leap. Oh, I'll explain when we get there. I, but oh, there's a oh, moment wow. early on, early on in this movie, maybe you can think of it right now, where it seems like both of those movies are also happening in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk about building suspense. Oh, and speaking of building suspense, I have a quick apology that I, I just got to jump out to uh, apologize to the listeners. Uh, two weeks ago, 
we announced that we were going to be watching on the whole like uh, what's on deck thing. We announced that we were going to be watching a Muslim movie called The Message. And then we ended up not watching that or at least not reviewing that. We we watched it. It was just three hours of dudes talking about what the off camera Muhammad just said and how smart it was. So and it, like it, so it, it, there was no way we were going to be able to fill a show about it. So we pulled a late audible. We switched to the evangelism trilogy. But since we made that decision after we were, had recorded the previous episode, a few of you who like to watch the movies along with us. Watch three hours of people talking about what an off-camera Mohammed just said and how smart it was for no goddamn reason at all. So, really uh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Wow. For the record, we don't recommend that you watch the movie. The whole point is that we're supposed to watch them for you, <laughs> exactly. so you kind of brought that on yourselves. Right. And for those that missed it, here is the only joke I had in three hours of notes. <laughs> those tinkly bells are stupid. <laughs> there you go. No, I had a lot of jokes about the tinkly bells, but that was the thing is that I was just like, wow. I like I don't, the tinkly bells. I but- don't know. I could stretch that shit for an hour. <laughs> All right. So back to this movie. Is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I would. I'm going to say best, worst. Running. Yeah. Yes. Keep in mind, we've seen Gary Busey run. Gary Busey sure run have. and try to stop, which is just fantastic. <laughs> but the running in the, the, at one point, a little kid runs across an airport and, and it's like, it's like he was from an alien civilization that only has walking and only has two dimensions. And somebody just showed him running in depth and he's freaking out like a blind person just saw light. Do you ever see someone run so weird that you're like, I want to kick their ass, but then they're doing it for you? You will love. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it was it was. Hard to believe that when the main character started running, he wasn't doing that shit on purpose, right? He wasn't like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Dad made me be in this movie. They're going to have me flailing around like I'm getting electrocuted. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I had this really irked me more than it would probably irk almost anyone. But I had best worst understanding of how studio recording works. I'm dumbest scene. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always nitpicking about audio shit, and sometimes I know why it is. It is truly nitpicky, but a big chunk of this movie takes place in a recording studio. If you've got access to a recording studio, you probably have access to somebody who knows what those buttons do, right? I mean, they were going out of their way to piss me off with the way he was like shoving the mixer inside the fucking recorder, like trying to get the tape. It was it was a painful thing to watch. The movie yeah. has audio. Somebody well, right, right. Someone that. knows how this works. I saw mistakes in this, and for the first year of our show, and this is true, my mic was facing the wrong direction. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. That is the early episodes. My mic is faced the wrong direction. <laughs> and finally, we all recorded together, and Noah was like, "Why are you doing that?" And I was like, "Doing what?" And he was like, "Oh, hey, are you cool. putting that inside of you? Don't do that." What? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with, and this is a tough one for all the movies we've watched, but best worst fake crying. Oh. The, the fake crying in this movie isn't even like sort of laughing. It's just like like someone had one second as someone drove by them in a car to describe laughing. It's just like, it's like the shouting, shouting, but scr- oh, I, that was not good. It's <laughs> not going to help. And the thing is, is, it's almost like they recognize 
that that's going to be Eli's best worst and they build to it. Right. Because like right away we get some bad fake crying and then we get worse and worse fake crying as we go. There's there are four instances that I can think of of fake crying, each more ridiculous than the last. All right. Well, I know this movie's short, but it's chock full of stupid. So we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the dire gremlin warnings that are future (laughs) tense. Hello. Welcome to typical mattress buying experience. How much of my chest there can you see? Um, a lot. A lot. You are uncomfortably stereotypical, I gotta be honest. Yes, yes, but I am European, so it's okay. Great, great. So, I'm looking for a mattress at a great price, that's why I'm here. Oh, so you buy Casper mattress? No, um, I came here again, so. Oh, terrible mistake. You ready to begin gamut of ever more expensive lie-downs that will make you doubt your understanding of words soft? Sure. Sure. Um, but you, you were saying about Casper something? Oh, yes. Casper brand mattress combines multiple supportive memory phones for quality sleep surface with the right amount of sink and bounce. Their breathable design helps you sleep cool, regulates your body temperature throughout the night. He's really, really good. Hmm. Okay. Um, what about this one here? Oh, this one here in Mattress Store, this is Silken Deluxe Foam Triple Plus. is incredibly grossly expensive. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I have less information now, somehow, even though you, right? you named it. Yeah. Weird. Okay. So, do, do people like these? Or? Oh, Casper Mattress? Yes. Designed, developed, uh, and assembled oh, okay. in the U.S. with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google. Casper is becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. No, 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 no. no. I, I meant this, the silken double something, something, whatever you said. Oh, before. I have no idea. But I do know that if they don't like it, that is too bad because they are stuck with it. Oh, really? Stuck? Yeah, what am I, Casper Mattress? I mean, with Casper Mattress, you could be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. And here, we don't even let you lie down for too long on the ones that we have on the floor, like the show floor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I, I just, um, I just want to, You like, mess up the pillows, get up! Uh, uh, right, so... If I, if I get one of yours... Well, or, Casper is delivered right to your door on a small how-they-do-that-size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. When they sent me one for the podcast, I couldn't believe how easy it was to unpack. And on those rare occasions when I sleep, I sleep great. Noah, what what are, what are you doing here? Oh, it's in the thing that we have to have a, like a personal endorsement, which means we have to like break character or include a third person in the sketch for this part. All right, well... It just, it feels clunky. You're clunky. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sold on the Casper. Excellent. Start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash awful and using the code awful at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Just out of curiosity though, who would deliver one of your mattresses? Oh, angry delivery guy who, like, hangs out at your house for a while after he drops it out. Okay, gross. Like a while. A while. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Kyle, come on in. Hey, Mr. Bars, hey, Eddie. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Have a seat. Kyle, it's about the script for Future Tense. Don't you just love it? 
We do. Mm-hmm. We do. Mm-hmm. And we Good. want to say again, you did such a great job on Without Reservation, the oh, last movie. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. No problem. Uh, but we noticed that whereas you began Without Reservation with a musical number, mm-hmm. you ended Future Tense with a, a music video? Yes. Yes, I did. Right. And mm. and so we were just wondering... Um, um, I mean, the Jesus stuff is all great. Yeah, praise love, his name. Love praise that. His name. Yeah, mm-hmm. praise his name. But we just, we just wanted to make sure check. that we um, wanted to check. We just wanted to check. Just, just checking. Is there a music number at the beginning or the end of the next Christian Hell Warning film that you're writing for us? Uh no, no, a hundred percent not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. no, great. Because the great. whole thing is a musical. Uh, Damn it. Kyle. A whole thing. You know how to use a mixer? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start this off with George of the Jungle title font, followed by a city <laughs> skyline. Yeah, there's like ominous music and then the wacky font for the title. Yeah, right. Like boing, weddings, movie. <laughs> Zero seconds into this movie and it's confused about its genre. <laughs> like, right. A city filled with people who are going to hell. <laughs> also, there's this panning shot of the city and it's very clear that the person was just holding the camera and moving uh-huh. their hands because it goes... It's just like it. It I can't afford a tripod. I'm so sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's it's trying to pretend like it's a tracking shot, right? Like so, we're seeing the city <laughs> skyline, but it's actually just a guy spinning nauseatingly <laughs> in a circle. Yeah. Oh God. It's yeah. Like we're 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 18 seconds into this movie, and I have to pause and get off the ride for a minute. <laughs> and we, we should point out this whole beginning thing is him reading a part of the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it's like, they're going to make fun of you and you can't let them upset you. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we are going to make fun of you. But then right after he's done being like, don't let the mockers throw you off. He takes out the world's tiniest, most ridiculous bicycle helmet and starts a Walkman the size of a toaster. Honestly, it could only be more ironic if it was like the mockers will mock, but know that you walk with God. And he just slowly puts on a clown nose and wipes on some grease. Yeah, so this is Michael. Michael is sitting alone in a stadium reading the Bible. And he's sad. I thought he was about to get struck by lightning and turn into Coach Dave. I thought that was like going to be his origin story. Dave Dobenmeyer all of a sudden. Oh, so good. Just by himself in that weird stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he talks into his stupid mic. That's a narrow joke. That's a narrow cast joke. Look to up our Dave Dobenmeyer. Every yeah, picture so, of him yeah, is exactly. this ridiculous empty stadium behind him. He's talking in a press box. Nothing's happening so, in the stadium. So we see this character. He's sitting up in this stadium all by himself reading the Bible. He's sad. Super sad. And he's got his bike with him. Now he is... Four rows from the top of the stadium. He has carried his bike up here. Seems like an odd choice, but don't worry. They're going somewhere with this. (laughs) Because he's going to do some sweet, sweet BMXing. With with a mountain bike. (laughs) Or destroy his balls. Whatever the goal is here. It's, It's unclear. But 
But what is clear is that in my head, all Mars Hill productions begin with, okay, so we're going to get to the hell stuff, but you know what kids like? Yes. Talk about- <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's about to do his sweet bike stunts, but first we have to really like hone in on this monologue. So we see him close his Bible. It's not just any Bible. It's the Bible you can buy from Marcel for the low, low price of twenty nine ninety nine. It's called the Transformers, by the way. Is it really? It's the title of the Bible. <laughs> I have questions. I have questions about that. <laughs> They're trying hard. It's like the kids, the kids, it's what they love. Transformers <laughs> and bikes. The um, GoBots Bible. All right. Well, that's less. And, <laughs> and he's trying for like emotional, right? Like the, the as he's, he, he's, we're getting his, his narration in his head as he's reading. And he's trying for <laughs> emotional, but he just sounds like his dad beat him until he read those lines. <laughs> and his inner monologue is is crying. You're, what? He's, <laughs> so like, he's reading a Bible and it's, he's reading the part that's like, podcasters are going to make fun of us. All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> it's like a f- future internet radio show. And well, it, don't worry about it. But he, he's like, he's like weeping through it in his inner monologue. And yeah, also <laughs> horribly crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, this is the first instance of the ridiculous, terrible crying, and this is the best the crying will ever be. But uh oh, <laughs> he checks his little two dollar Casio watch, realizes he's almost late for school, and so he puts on his bicycle helmet. Now, I want to point out that in the late eighties, only the mentally disabled wore helmets to ride bicycles. I'm not saying it was better than. I'm just saying that's how it was, <laughs> and that's when this movie was made. Definitely not just for when he's biking. Is no, my no, exactly. No one at that time did. So um, anyway, so yeah, he puts his little helmet on and, and then he starts his sweet, sweet BMX on the mountain bike, uh, which is that he's going <laughs> to bike down the stairs <laughs> of the stadium. stadium. Not quickly. <laughs> it wouldn't want it to be dangerous. Honestly, I wrote in my notes here, please start riding down the stairs and just tumble to your death. That's, and then he starts doing it. Same. Like, holy so shit, I was kidding. Just... <laughs> 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 Goes all the way down like Homer that. Simpson. <laughs> right, but instead he just does that to his balls. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, this is why. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, this is a bad idea. Bad idea. Um, and also, by the way, the music note I had on this is I can fucking rock this guitar again. We're really bringing the kids in right here. Some badass. What if everything was an artificial harmonic? Um, so yeah, he rides down the stadium stairs, but that's not all the badass BMX and he's going to do. He's also got some uh slaloming. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is supposed to be like a look at his cool biking skills montage, right, but, but it's literally just him riding a bicycle. It really is. With well, the- now he's going downhill <laughs> and uphill shit. He's got both the hills. Yeah. He can turn. <laughs> At one point, they literally just have him turning and then they cut away. And I was like, oh my God, that was supposed to be impressive. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they have him weaving in and out of pillars. And I'm just like, that's just. That's just turning. That's not, you know, there's like at least make him do a wheelie or something. This I, is- well, spoiler <laughs> alert, he kind of pops a wheelie at the very end. He like, hit. <laughs> it's like me getting off the toilet. The bike. <laughs> this is this is the bike parkour of leap. This oh, is like, I this see. Is, and this, oh. is where I think, this is where I think the leap thing ties in because there's like and the footloose thing. So oh, there's really? like there's this like you know. 
inspirational music going because mm-hmm. it's like the bike parkour montage and he's doing he's just like putting his foot up on a wall as he goes parkour bike and like going past things <laughs> i just wanted like footloose kevin bacon to like dance out into the street and they crash and like <laughs> tina from leap just like shoots him for no reason <sighs> yeah all the same universe all right yeah yeah so after all of that badass traveling too fast for conditions uh he shows up at school <laughs> Where the sign reads, School of Communication, Radio and TV Laboratories. Because back then you could use TV and laboratory in the same sentence and it, and it didn't sound stupid. <laughs> but oh, but, but before, he, before he gets there, we have to establish he has a black friend. Literally, that is the only purpose of this character. He's like, hey man, just so you know, you got a black friend. And he's like, yeah, I know, bud. All right. It's always so weird you say that. Uh, on with the plot. I'll yeah. never see you again. Definitely a conversation that happened at some point. It was like, all right, we started out the last movie with a musical hate crime. Let's <laughs> let's show yes. a black guy and and a water fountain right away. And because they, they show it's like one water fountain for everyone. See this? See this? Hello, black friend that I have. Hello, white friend that I have. Cool. I would also use that very same water fountain if I, I was would, thirsty. I am not thirsty, but had I been, I would use it. This is a college. I'm educated. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so then he has to go check in with a thatch hut made of Aquanet. Oh, my goddamn fuck. How did we not, like, I mean, I know the 80s, the hair, whatever, but how did we not know then? Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I just I, don't I, I, I get it. I think we didn't care. I think we didn't care. <laughs> and okay. his proximity to this girl <laughs> is upsetting. Yeah, it's Weinstein-esque. Uh, his nose is touching her cheek he's like hi I have a reservation for 3 o'clock and she's like okay I can see your pores and he's like I mean technically you can always see my pores and she's like no no. my dance space your dance space right she's like the desk person to at the studio uh to like check people in and she's like oh what's your like student ID number and he starts giving her his phone number to be like flirty I guess yeah but he had so much trouble thinking of a phone number he was like counting the number of numbers in a phone number in his head but also trying to not just say those numbers the number he came up with he goes it's seven eight nine five five four three one. <laughs> yes! One. It's, a, yes! it's a real number. I didn't just do sequences. <laughs> so, yeah, so he goes into the prehistoric version of our studio and he pulls out his Bible, looks at the family photo inside. And then we realize that the reason he's in this stu- studio is to record a letter to his parents. I, I it, well to write a letter that he's going to wrap around a tape that he's going to have also anyway yeah so um and 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 I want to say like I was alive at this point we just we had just tape recorders you did not need a studio right we had cassette tapes that's how we loaded shit onto our computers this is way crazy overkill yeah it's like buying a printing press to write your family a letter yes right <laughs> right. And by the way, his inner monologue is, it was crying earlier. Now it's faster than his real body. <laughs> it yep. is. It's like it's 10 like seconds a minute the ahead future. of him starting yeah. to write and his monologue's <laughs> already started. Yeah, exactly. Well, shit, this doesn't fit. That'd be a long time for us to watch him write. What if, yeah, uh-huh. Right. And his letter is basically, sorry we got in such a big argument last time I saw you because I was super into God. So, 
I recorded me boring you about stupid ass Jesus this time. <laughs> now you can listen. The problem was that you couldn't listen to me bore you at your leisure. Well, yeah, right. No, exactly. the problem was that you could respond. Right? <laughs> like that's that's yeah. it. I'm sorry that we got into that big argument. Let me just say all that stuff, but take out the part where you're allowed to respond with facts and shit. <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing, it's just setting up this evil fundamentalist atheist family yeah, that he's what? supposed to have. Just like, and he was supposed to be in an argument, like cut to last Thanksgiving. He's trying to like say grace and they're all just fucking each other and like (laughs) pouring milk on dead babies or whatever. (laughs) But that they're supposed to be evil for the rest of the movie. Yeah, right. Most of it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So, and by the way, this is the movie, right? Him recording a tape for his parents is the film. We we will we will play a bit with the chronology here, but that's the whole goddamn thing. Anyway, so we start things off with him recording, but then we cut away from that to mom reading the letter he was just writing that comes with the tape. I I don't know why you would write a letter and you would wouldn't you just record the stuff from the letter at the beginning of the tape? <laughs> like, Turn over the page and go to Thirty Fourth Street and Broadway to see the next to watch a painting I made of the next part of this message. <laughs> You will find a phone booth there inside the phone book. Yeah. A Jesus letter of the five senses. Taste these cookies. <laughs> but, but we have that to is such down. a fucking deep cut. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Man. Just Crossover with just... whatever the fuck that movie was called. I don't know what their name is. If you listen to the archives backwards, you do it wrong, guys. You got to go all the way to one and listen up. And then you get all the jokes. Well done, Eli. You can hear um, us get nicer, too, because we're is, real mean in the first couple of Confessions episodes. of the Prodigal Son. Is that it? I don't know. Yes. Uh, I think I got it. Something Prodigal Son. I Return think, yeah, of Confessions of the Prodigal Son. I think you're, I think you're right. I don't know what this movie's called. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's 125 anyway. of them. <laughs> so anyway, so we've got mom sitting here at the at the kitchen table reading the uh, letter and his uh, the, the adorable little brother's there, a little five-year-old Cody. Um, he's like, what's that, mommy? Can we listen to the music? And she's like, no, it's not music. I wouldn't be anywhere near this depressed. <laughs> Can we listen to the tape that'll save me from hell, please, mom? <laughs> no, no, we're atheists. <laughs> and it's may I get saved from hell. Yes, so right. Yes, for yes. saying, Can I? What the fuck? I don't know. Right. We need, we need mom to be an asshole seventh grade math teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but mom is super hot. Well, like super 80s hot. Yeah, well. She's like, she's just all trapezoids and triangles. Like the entire decade had bodies that I, I describe as sharp. She's yes. like pointy. Yes. Everybody was pointy shaped. Yeah, no, all the angles were acute back then. It was really fucking weird. I don't, I don't understand it myself, do do but that? I, so, so the kid wants to listen to the tape and she's like, no, this is going to be that religious shit. And you'll be terrified and have nightmares again. Um, I'll listen to it in the car uh, when you're not around. Because we've really got to set this up. <laughs> we are giving this shit the slow burn. Uh, so, but before we get to mom listening to it, we have to cut back to Michael, the main character, recording it. Now, they show he tests his levels. <laughs> so stupid. He's clipping like fucking crazy. He's all, not just in the red, but all the goddamn way. The thing's breaking. There's like a red siren in the background. Like it's, it's T minus explosion. 
It's yeah. like that scene in the submarine movie where they have to dive a little too deep. Right. And he's just like, yep, nope, no one, no need to adjust anything there. We'll just keep going. And then he turns the one dial on the mixer that does a thing, right? He just turns it on. Turns the, I guess, the talk into it dial, which is on the sure. upper left, and he is ready to go. <laughs> Jesus, my job's not that hard. I mean, you know, I get like if you're going to have a fucking nuclear physicist in a movie, they're going to get shit wrong. There's like three goddamn buttons I have to put. At least ask somebody which three or how many buttons or what, like what size that he's got like a mixing board the size of a grand piano. Yes. He's making a tape <laughs> again. It's What year is this? It was like 1990, right? There's no it's reason. Like, <laughs> he walks back in the next room. Joe Smith is like chiseling zeros and ones into five. <laughs> metal plates like what the fuck and, and, the, and the other thing is like you have to keep in mind that someone turned the sound on and then they did this right they were like all right speed a guy pushed a button and then the, and then the actor saw that happen and was like all right down periscope here we go i guess, this is, <laughs> guess our movie's gonna sound super stupid in comparison to this tape but... <laughs> let me open this vat so, yeah, so he so yeah, so he starts recording his anti diatribe, and he he starts it off by saying, you know, the idea of boring you guys with this tape came to me when me and my buddies were chatting about the apocalypse the other day <laughs> at college. Yeah, right, because that's what happens when you go to college. Um, and so while he's talking, we we cut over to this suburban home. We will later learn that this is mom's reverie. This is what mom is imagining as she's listening to the tape. Because apparently anything to not be like engaging with the words on the tape, right? right. Um, I want to point out that as we're getting this establishing shot, an ambulance passes by, and I feel like that has nothing to do with the movie, right? It was just an ambulance happened to go by, and they're like, "Fuck it, I am not doing another establishing shot." These guys can go fuck themselves. They're not paying overtime. We'll tie in an ambulance story later. And yeah, then exactly. <laughs> the kid on a bike drives by. Are you making a movie? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the, keep the ambulance shot then. I'm not doing a third. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right. So, and, he's, and and also, okay, so while we're getting this establishing shot, we're still getting the voiceover from the kid. And he goes, now, not everybody agrees how and when Jesus will return. But one thing's for certain. He will come back. Yeah. Like, what do you think certain means? <laughs> he's like the yeah. monster from It Follows, except you can't fuck to get rid of him. Okay, well, you can fuck to get rid of, but well, not for everyone, just for you. <laughs> it's all about who you fuck. Um, he goes, there are over 300 passages in the Bible that deal with Christ's return. As though that's evidence, right? But anyway, he goes... And he also doesn't add, by the way, it's mostly in the Jewy parts written by the people who don't believe it's Jesus and would tell you that's not what that passage means. But anyway, <laughs> but the whole point is that shit's going to get crazy yeah. real soon for the end times or whatever. Like, remember those babies you ate at Thanksgiving? It's going to be hard to find those soon. <laughs> that's why I'm begging you. Call this toll free number by a Jim Baker food bucket. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, he's in jail right now. Never mind. <laughs> yeah just you know pre-order pre-order they'll be there um so okay so we cut inside the house then the narration the voiceover thing cuts off for a minute we get mom waking up she goes in the kitchen turns on the news the radio news 
and the, it goes, uh, and in the news this morning, which it's, so it was nice of him to wait until she turned it on to start that sentence. Um, he goes, and in the news this morning, the apocalypse has happened. Everybody's just, it's fucking crazy. Just fucking nuts. I'm evil. Back to you, Trisha. <laughs> Literally, it's like, Steve, uh, everyone disappeared, and now it's uh, it's bad for some reason that there are less people. <laughs> that, that would be worse. <laughs> you know when the subway train isn't crowded enough? That's what's going on here, Steve. <laughs> well, yeah, he goes, well, we've got Dave in the chopper. Let's check in with him. He's like, it's like a war zone down here. Like, why? How does... Like, like you, you, there is missing information, right? <laughs> People are gone, and it's like a war zone. Why are those two things? Right. Jesus shows up, and the guy's like, okay, well, just let me fire this rocket launcher before we go. And he's like, okay, fire <laughs> like, Everyone's been asking that. It's weird. <laughs> what one thing did you want to fire off before you died? All right, all right, you get it. Um, yeah, so, so mom freaks out. She runs and checks on the daughter. The daughter's just fine. She must be fucking. Um, but then she runs and checks in on the little kid. He's too young for the tribulation, I guess, so he's gone. And she and freaks the fuck out. And because it's an end of the world movie, we need the scene where someone looks for someone in their clothes. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's checking out the window just in case her toddler's naked on the front lawn just jerking off. <laughs> My video went viral about Coney and I can't handle the pressure. I get it. Come back in, kiddo. Y'all forgot about him. He's dead now. I don't know Jesus that. I don't know that he's dead. Is he dead? He's dead to you. You don't, <laughs> don't He could be alive. Just don't. Um, so, yeah, so she... What's our <laughs> definition of alive, I guess, is really the question. Like, he's out of the public eye, and if you don't matter, are you alive? I don't know. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out he's a listener. Um, anyway, so... Joseph Coney? So, <laughs> That'd be cool. God, I That'd hope be cool. so. <laughs> All right, I have no way to transition back into this. Speaking of, um, so yeah, you want, no, I do, I do, because Dad goes pretty Joseph Coney here. <laughs> he does um, actually, actually, yeah. So Mom starts <laughs> freaking out, and because it's the eighties, Dad's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna have to beat her now." Um, so uh, he starts, he starts shaking her so comically. I expected like Leslie Nielsen to come in and take a turn, you know. <laughs> Smack uh, her around the, a bit. Ah, uh, the eighties. But all women needed was a solid shake. Just <laughs> a giant line of people slapping her in the face, walking past. The stooges come in and eye poke right. her. Yeah, exactly. Humphrey Bogart's like, take it, like it, take it and like it. <laughs> so yeah, so we we pull Multi out of this reverie though. That's that's all we're gonna get for the moment because uh, mom's supposed to be listening to this uh, in the van while she's waiting for the daughter to get. Out of school, the daughter gets out of school, so she has to turn it off real quick, and they have to head home. And and the daughter's like, what were you listening to? And she's like, oh, sorry, I was just dreaming about your little baby brother being dead. Really? <laughs> Why were you smiling super blissfully then? <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. Let's go home. Let's go home. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, so we go home, and it's time for dinner. Um, and this is where we first meet Dad. Dad is a ridiculous looking human uh, it, it, that should never be put out. He looks like a mad scientist was trying to make a game show host, but his girlfriend broke up with him halfway through and his heart just wasn't in it when he got to the head. I, I, 
Yeah, he is the beginning of sillier and sillier looking humans that are about to enter this movie. I feel like they cast the normal human, and then they were like, no, you know what, we need to, because we're going to have the Muppets in the next couple of scenes, so let's get... We got to ease them in. (laughs) So, yeah, so they're talking about the, uh, the Jesus tape. Mom's like, so Michael sent us the Jesus tape. He's all worried about the end of the world, like a literal insane person that you see on the streets. <laughs> and dad's just like, oh, kids in their colleges are, are <laughs> potatoes. Right. And the little kid's like, what's the end of the world, mommy? And the uh, mother's like, yeah, see, this is exactly why you shouldn't introduce children to religion like that and pretend that <laughs> yeah. it's true. Right. Jesus. Oh, I forgot. You're a kid and you don't have the but I don't mean it filter yet. See, when you're older, you'll say this stuff, but deep down you'll be like, well, obviously I'm not going to give away all my worldly goods because that's what you would do if you actually <laughs> thought that, but they never do that because they don't think it's real. Um, <laughs> so your brother's obviously going to school, so he doesn't think it's real. Otherwise, he would just be studying the Bible or screaming it on the street or he wouldn't just bother with us. <laughs> So he doesn't believe it either. This is all very just, uh, but you're a kid. So now I have to uh, dissuade you. But while, while keeping the general consequence, we're not just going to abandon religion because how would we get you to behave based on just moral precepts? I mean, you're five and you need monsters under the bed or you'll get up at night. So I don't know. Uh, I, let me ask you a question. If you were famous and then you're not anymore, you're dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Talk to mom. <laughs> so yeah, so they they accidentally highlight why teaching kids religion is a terrible, terrible idea and is horribly immoral. Um, because it, it, you know the the kids like, what's the end of the world? And that's like, there's no such thing. And the little girl is like, but how do we know that for sure? <laughs> Your atheism seems too dogmatic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fine. We have responsible leaders like Ronnie Reagan and George H.W. Bush in charge of stuff. There's not going to be an end of the world. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, well, and but Dad makes the very good point. He's like, look, for thousands of fucking years, people have been predicting the end of the world. And hey, look, look outside. It's the world. And literally, the movie doesn't know how to answer that. So they're like, right, back yeah, to so, uh Talking. Anyway. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we go back to Michael monologuing in his studios where he's going, he's, he's talking about like the, the consequences of the rapture. He's like, planes would fall from the skies. Governments would be crippled as their leaders disappeared. And I'm like, that's why you shouldn't vote for Christians. I agree. <laughs> oh, Michael, finally someone said it. He's got this great moment where he goes, the police will have a harder time dealing with fewer people. Less cri- crime, more resources for everyone. <laughs> Fuck. This doesn't work at all, does it? (laughs) And also, by the way, this kid, his emphasis is so weird. It's like he's just sounding out English phonetically for the first time. Right. Or it's like like they wrote his line in symbols that he has to then puzzle out. And there's also this very (laughs) weird moment where he goes. And of course, then they'll believe. And it's like, yeah, obviously, then they'll believe. But that's because it happens after the prediction. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. That's, that's the silliest thought in the world. It's like, uh, five of spades? I just said five of spades. Five of spades. Five of spades. Five of spades. Are you doing a magic trick? Five of spades. Oh, okay. I need to call the police. Five of spades? I like your helmet, though. 
Thank you. Also, by the way, and I just want to, again, I know this is nitpicky, but in this scene, you can see his levels at the, at this point, the little lights that will, or you can see where those lights would, would be if it was turned on, but it's not. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they could afford the studio. They just couldn't afford to turn things on. Um, yeah. Okay. So now we go back to the post-revelation reverie. Apparently this is dad's. We'll learn that in a bit. Um, but dad is, it's after the apocalypse. Dad's sitting there watching GNN because it is always <laughs> GNN, right? Every single one of them, somebody's going to pick up the clothes and look inside the shirt as though the kid has shrunk down and is in there now, but he's turned into a fucking insect. And it's always goddamn GNN that's announcing the apocalypse. Anyway, yeah, so get creative, guys, for fuck's sake. Right, That'd and this great. GNN is a, a, a series of ever sillier puppets for our panel. <laughs> Honestly, if this panel, and she's introducing them one by one, and if this panel ended in the Eagle Muppet, it would be less <laughs> silly. Less silly. Yeah, yeah, so that's what we're getting. We're getting a panel discussion between educated experts and religious people. You know, I think you know how they do that on the news. They're like, and here are people who know things, and here are people who also say things. Right. Um, and they could not have found a more visibly crazy person to be the first religious lady. The, 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 the lady who looks like Gary Busey hollowed her out and just crawled in from behind, but left a face hole. Right, and it sounds like Billy Crystal and the Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> She kind of sounds like the Mowage guy. No, that's yeah, that's me. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're talking Judith Ferguson, the the religious editor. Yes, yeah. Is that a job? I'm sure for newspapers, whatever. Yeah, she and she looks like the librarian for a crack house. She's <laughs> insane. She's nuts. She's looking in all different directions yes. at the same time and going. It's it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Including like fourth dimensional ones and shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and and she thinks. That this is evolution. Oh my. All the people disappearing. It's the <sighs> argument from why aren't there still monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So at first I thought, why would they be representing religion with the most insane looking and acting human being they could possibly find? But then I realized that this woman is supposed to be like the liberal, non-literalist, doesn't believe in the rapture type religious person. She's the happy oh. medium of reasonable compromise on this issue. I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so she starts explaining how this is evolution guided by a higher force through quantum. Okay, shut the fuck up. You're uh, done talking. Quantum, really? Yeah. She, she calls. There's a quantum leap in the process of evolution. Oh my! She might as well explain how the Heisenberg uncertainty principle is like. Uh, that's how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme. Like, fuck you! <laughs> Stop saying things. You have no idea the words you're using. Yeah, like you would literally have to delete all those words to make a, a, a true sentence. Everything she said in that paragraph would have to go. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then we are introduced to the counter to that argument, uh, a literal monkey. And honestly, if the anchor had just been like, uh, and for a counterpoint, an actual monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but instead, she's like, this is Muslim atheist Junard, who we found. He studies psychology at a fucking school. Boo, boo. And it's from Northeastern University, which... 
it is a real university, yeah. but mm-hmm. I guarantee they had no idea that's the name of an actual school. They just <laughs> oh, named absolutely. a region they don't like plus the word university. They yeah, like, right. Yeah, exactly. Liberal Northeastern University. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before we get to him, we have to talk to the Beauregard. I, I, the Bogey word guy. Beauregard. Yeah, the word Beauregard just pops to my mind when I look at this guy. I'm not sure why. Um, and he's supposed to be the reasonable Baptist Christian who knows all about the apocalypse and shit. <laughs> he looks like you could grab his face and mold it into a different face. <laughs> right? looks like and you could, like, not only that you could, but that you should. <laughs> right. You could pull down the cheeks and he'd be Winston Churchill and he'd be like, that's a fun thing, right? And he'd be like, hey, <laughs> do Nixon. Oh, I am not a crook. <laughs> 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 you only yeah. die when you're gone in people's memories, guy who made Coney video. <laughs> That's what the artist is present is all about. <laughs> What's happening? I'm so confused by We watched a short movie and Eli <gasps> knew he was going to have to vamp. So. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, can I not bring in a little a Maria Abramovich to our show? We have some solid Maria Abramovich fans in our audience. They love Thelonium, and they love Maria Abramovich, and they love wool. I'm so confused. <laughs> Thelonium? I have no idea what's happening. What's that element? Technetium? That one. Thesaurus. <laughs> All right, so yeah, now we're we're calling back to stuff that happened before we started recording. We talked so, about Thesaurus. Um, <laughs> It's not beginning. about them. <laughs> <laughs> it is about them. Um, so anyway, so Beauregard Nixon says, hey, um, all the Christians are gone because it's the rapture. And she's like, well, all the Christians aren't gone. You're still here. He's like, I'm not talking about untrue Scotsman here. Just don't, <laughs> don't fucking be a bitch. Um, and, and, but, but they actually say that. They're like, you know, would, but wouldn't you be gone? And there, he's like, well, and the lady says, no, in a Christian movie, this is, I know it doesn't seem like this is suspense, but this is all we've got. So we're going to, we're going to pause for a commercial break while the people at home chew that one over in their heads. Okay. But she, we're actually going to see a commercial yes, break. Yes, we're going to watch it. Goddamn. <laughs> and by the way, this I, is, this, there's no way that this is a paid advertisement for something. This is for a goddamn monster truck rally in some region that never actually, <laughs> but, but we watched the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a, ama- look, these movies have fucked me a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is hard to say whether or not I've gotten a harder fuck you from these movies than making me watch an ad in a fake <laughs> TV show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mom's like you choose Jeff. Go fuck yourself, Eli. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we have to cut back. I have no idea why we would have to cut back to this, but while dad's watching TV, mom is ominously folding laundry. <laughs> and sis is As just if to say, well, sadly. she still knows her place. She at least still knows her place. The directors just keep stopping her. Cut. Ominous. What are you doing? <laughs> I said ominous folding. Roll it again. Jesus. Get some professionals. And look, if this fucking movie is taking commercial breaks, I guess we deserve a break too. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Will mom survive the seven years of bad luck for breaking that mirror? Do Christians think that their paranoid shit is any less stupid than that? 
Wouldn't it have been funny if the tape deck just ate the cassette in Act 1? Find out the answers to these <laughs> questions and more when we return for the somnambulistic conclusion of Future Tense. That would have been the best. Right, I really poured the my heart and soul into this out the tape everywhere. He gets, he gets oh, wrapped fuck, around oh, his fuck. neck by accident. Oh, oh honey, do you, have a, do you have a pencil? I need to slowly... Somebody help. Oh. You're making it tighter. You're making it tighter. Cut it. Don't pull. Cut Don't it. cut it. Don't pull. Don't. No, just, cu- just cut it. I'm not taking the car apart for this. Just cut it here, and then we'll pull it gently apart, and we'll give it to your baby brother until we learn that, that stuff has ink on it. Okay. <laughs> Slice my hand off with a record and then we'll go around the arm. Great. Now your brother doesn't exist because his art that he created isn't being witnessed by anybody. Are you happy? Are you happy? We're Joseph Coney, do you have a machete? Kelly. What are you, a fuck guy? What are you, a fucking Hegelian constant, Kelly? No, you killed your brother. You killed your brother, Kelly. Wait, keep going. You've oh almost got him. You've almost if got him. If somebody's following the Hegel references, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be so happy. <laughs> we got a Kantian listener who just takes out their earbuds. That's fucking bullshit. You know that's reductive of the argument. It's obviously not based on the observer principle. This is bullshit. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I miss when he would talk about being a pedophile. That was fun. Jeez. This is my first episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, we'll be back. Hello. Hi, uh, Dave Johnson. Uh, speaking. Yeah, this is Tim from AudioPornXXX.com. We got your tape... And, oh, um, yeah, uh, my gaping asshole seven. Yeah, hmm. what'd you guys think? Yeah, um, well, I think there's been a little mix-up. You know, we usually love your stuff, but uh, this time you sent us just like 25 minutes of you talking about Jesus, I think, to your mom and dad. Uh-oh. So did you see the tape Dave sent us? I don't want to talk about it! <laughs> <laughs> And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroes, they were watching the news. And now they are still still watching the news. That's how goddamn bad this movie is. They needed more news stuff, but they put a commercial break in anyway, because otherwise <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have been as stupid. So anyway, we, we now return you to GNN and the debate already in progress. If you'll recall, the last time we left off, geriatric Gumby had been asked why he didn't disappear <laughs> if Christianity is what made people disappear. And uh, his answer was, uh, I just converted today. I missed, <laughs> I missed it by like 20 fucking minutes. This is such bullshit. Oh. Oh. That's an awesome image. Just a guy on his knees. And I swear to, where'd everybody go? Motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> This is a bad so day. So close. <laughs> the I'm narrator a was day. ahead of me or behind me. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's going to be, I wasn't Christian enough and I didn't believe enough. So, uh, but now I do. And we're going to go through terrible turmoil and then we're all going to die. And I'm like, what careless fuck would put this guy on the news? 
<laughs> so good. I wanted so badly for them to come back and just be like, and Mr. Powell, how do you respond to criticism that you are a cartoon dog? <laughs> it talks very slow. <laughs> but the, the, she does ask him, she's like, okay, well, where does that leave you then? And he's like, um, fucked? fucked? I don't get the yeah. question. What? Seven, seven years of rape scorpions flying around? Yeah, gonna, well, that's... Yep. It's going to suck. <laughs> so, yeah, but so we're going to get seven years of rape scorpions, and then Jesus is going to come back and decide which of us, you know, deserves to go to heaven post rape scorpions. Yeah, he's he's going to come back and judge whoever's yeah. like, what's he going to judge people on? Like how they took the scorpion raping? Like <laughs> form <laughs> and posture wise? Like what? I don't understand. You're a real bitch about it. You were a, <laughs> quite a bitch about the tribulation. Um. So then the, the host, the GNN host says, oh, okay, well, uh, hey, single person on the panel that we've established has an education. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, that dude's full of shit. Crazy yeah. foolish. I can't believe you would have put him on the news. There are children watching. But of course, he's brown and yep. a member of the intellectual elite. So he's he's wrong as fuck. He's got right. a beard. Gonna, can't listen to him for more than a second. That That is not what this movie is for. <laughs> right. Well, if you think about it. No, no, no. And you lost me. Moving away. Um, but just then, dad gets a phone call. So we don't have to listen to that guy explain why this is all nonsense. Right. Um <laughs> And let's face it, this movie's viewers have seen all the brown guy they need to see. Yeah. Right. And and let's be clear, this scene is just zero purpose. There is no purpose for this scene. It is literally the old folks home calling to say, hi, uh, mom, your parents believed in Jesus, so they're gone. And I'm going to need like uh, two days to get you their shit. I don't know why <laughs> that's my focus. We can't but, just hold uh, yeah. on to their crap forever is what we're saying. Like, come on. Yeah. Come. Item one, <laughs> uh, your parents are dead. Item two, they have this set of dressers that are going to take a while to load into the van. So <laughs> you got to give us a weekend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So and then, well, I guess we're setting up because we have to know that grandpa and grandma are going to heaven for the final scene. Obviously. Did we have to? I don't know. <laughs> no, there is no yeah. goddamn. But and and honestly, like, not only is there no reason for this, but it requires that the mother, that the actress playing the mother, cries afterwards. I, <laughs> so it's, badly. It's like when you tickle someone too much and they start crying. Yes, <laughs> that's what this it's, cry is. It's like is. she can't decide at any given point where in the cry she is, <laughs> and the husband is. Uh, understandably confused by her reaction. He's like, yeah. okay, good. We're laughing at, wait, we're crying? <laughs> Animal name. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Making, honey? Just you tell me what we're doing so I know what's appropriate right now. <laughs> Is it a role play thing? Am I going to be the pigeon again tonight? <laughs> so yeah, but that was dad listening to Michael's tape and having his own apocalypse reverie. Uh, but then we have to cut, we have to get pulled out of that as daughter comes in to tell everybody good night. Uh, mom wants to know, and by the way, I, I should point out again, this is their imagination that we're watching, right? This movie is not postulating that they're watching the, uh, the actual apocalypse happen. So in mom's and dad's imagination, the daughter is a fucking whore, right? Because they, neither of them have her going to heaven. Yep. So, what did she do? I, I don't know. But I want a like, backstory well, movie of her. <laughs> yeah, right. Nicole ain't going to heaven. We, I think we can all agree Nicole we ain't going to heaven. We all know what Nicole did. 
<laughs> so little girl goes into bed. Mom turns to the dad and she's like, well, what do you think of uh, of the tape? And he's like, we, I don't think it's enough evidence to have him committed. I, it's the 80s. I, it might be. It might <laughs> be. But I don't think, I think we, what if someone convinced him he was Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> But ultimately, though, da- but dad's answer is fairly reasonable. He's like, look, I think we should just let him think his weird, crazy Jesus shit. He'll he'll outgrow it. Well, here's here's the thing. Either he loses religion or we get our own episode of Sword and Scale. So either way, it's a win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. But we're apparently we're not done yet. So late that night, they, they, everybody goes to bed late that night. The daughter wakes up. And she wants to know what's on this tape, too, damn it. She's going to check it out for herself. So she goes to listen. Now we cut back to Michael. He's still in the studio recording. <laughs> and his, his narration voice is still 10 seconds in the future. Yeah. I think they I think they just misaligned the track and they were like, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Well, right, right. It's like the ambulance in the establishing shot. They're like, eh, yeah, you know. So, yeah. So he's still recording his plea for their souls. And he tries to cry here, too. <laughs> Oh. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe they just have a genetic crying disorder. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I wanted him so badly to do a retake mid-cry. I wanted him to be like, and I want you to know that I wub you. <laughs> Sorry, wub you. Uh, right, you Sorry about that, Morgan. And I want you to know that I love you. <laughs> I was actually a little hot on that. Um, I, so. <laughs> I, I hope Morgan's paying attention. Otherwise, that whole joke will just wind up getting cut. Let me um, fix this one slider. Where, do, where should I put this one slider? Yes, that's, that's, what about the all the way Middle. Huh? Middle? All no, the, you think middle? middle? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, right. But what he's saying in, in the midst of this cry is that you're, you have to accept Jesus before there's any evidence. Those are the rules. Otherwise, it doesn't count, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and he, he talks himself into tears here just by himself with a micro. It's like how we found Eli. It's it's very depressing. <laughs> And I wanted someone to start walking into the studio while he was doing it and him just be like, somebody's in here. I'm shitting. I'm shitting. Stop. I actually have this space till 3.15. I was, no, they're doing 15 minutes now. Oh, okay. You okay? Do you believe in G? All right. I'm going. I'm going. I I have to take it till 3.30, man. Religion, tearing families apart and making people lose their shit over nonsense since Homo erectus. Anyway, yeah, so, but Chucks, he sure does want him to get to heaven. So to get him there, he's going to tell them about a dream he had recently. Great. Now I got to go fine and fuck this act. Right. This is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, just as, as proof, as, as, as if Christian movie reviewers would need evidence that it could always get worse. Yes, it can always fucking get worse. He could be telling you about his dream, too. Which, by the way, he dreams in blue, right? Why do they have the blue filter? Is he a dog? Like, I don't I don't get why he would... Anyway, yeah. Are your dreams so, not all, like, slightly tinged blue? Yeah, and fuzzy. <laughs> um, yeah, so in his dream, he and his family are in an airport, and they're waiting for the plane to heaven. Now he checks the he checks the flight times, he checks the board, and heaven is just listed right in there between Bogota and Tokyo. Dude, That's if weird. I notice a plane to heaven next to my flight to Dallas, I'm switching planes. I'll yeah. pay fees. I don't care. Right? I'm getting on that flight. <laughs> Some guys just like, oh fuck, I'm I go to I'm going to Dallas. 
I feel like, <laughs> dude, honestly, like knowing me, I get to the afterlife. If I was a born again, believing Christian, I get to the afterlife and they're like, yes, heaven, just get on the airplane. I'm like, where's that elevator go? Because <laughs> I, I, I will take, because it's a, because there's, I see it that there's kids getting on. All the kids get to go. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So yeah. And, and uh, so in, in the dream, he realizes that it's time for the flight to board. And he says, and, and dad, I went to you to tell you that we had to get out of the plane, but you said we had plenty of time and none of you guys would go to heaven with me. And you mama got- and grandma and grandma were telling me to come. But you guys were like, fuck you. I'm reading on the origin of species. Get out of my fucking face. We're not getting on that plane. Yeah. And, and grandma and grandpa are already there. So like heaven's like a plane because old people and babies get to go first early for guess, some reason. I, guess, I don't know. Yeah. And now it is time for the silly run <laughs> yeah now okay let's set the mood the music that plays right now is oh. what like orcs listen to when they fuck it's <laughs> it's fantastic it's so intense yeah it's like my music note here is king arthur removes a splinter from his toe because <laughs> it's not it's like a shitty it's like a budget knockoff of right. oh fortuna it's it's real it's faux fortuna it's really bad <laughs> Yeah, we right. had to use who right. right no I, I have the yeah exactly tone it down tone it down guys no my my actual music notes is orcs are doing laundry because it's not quite there <laughs> but yes and then he yeah Michael realizes that he's too late and he has to run to make the plane and again just just imagine when you were a kid, maybe you had a little doll with the little shaky arms and legs and you would make it like seem like it was walking across the table. That's the extent to which his limbs move like a running person. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a marionette doing a mean impersonation of a gay guy running. How do you do these homophobic? That's weird. <laughs> but, but before he can go, he has to convince the little kid to come, right? He's like, oh, but I could see Cody and he wanted to come to heaven with me. So I waved to him and I wasn't like, get your mom and dad. In- instead, he just ran towards me like we were about to fuck on the beach at the end of this. <laughs> I thought the Baywatch team was about to run up next yeah. to him and slow him along, start tripping. So good. Kid. That's exactly what we're getting. So yeah, and so the little brother runs towards him. He grabs him. The orc music goes to choir music. And then he runs through security. This was the 80s and it was just, you know, walk through this. Thing. I did beep. Who uh, gives a fuck? Pre-9-11. Do you have any metal? <laughs> yes. All right. Enjoy your flight. <laughs> Shenanigans. I just wanted the rest of the movie to be a cavity search while he watches the plane to have yeah, him right. leave. Just like, oh, man. You've been randomly selected, sir. Oh, have I? Have I? <laughs> Was I the randomly one that was selected on the flight out of Colorado? Huh, that's odd. The kid starts running past. Noah just clotheslines him. No, no, you randomly checked this kid now. You serious? Absolutely not. They're both getting cavity searched. God just holds up a sign from the airplane. Like, technically, you're sodomites. So sorry. You're not. Oh, man. This is awkward. So yeah, so but the kid grabs me. They they hustle through uh, through security, and then he gr- picks up the kid and starts running up an escalator. <laughs> this seems like a bad idea. I believe I believe that's a broken leg waiting to happen. Anyway, so but but I should point out that 
I guess they paid for a lot of choir music. And they were going to use all, because we watch him run all the way through the airport. He goes, like, he gets on one tram, he gets off at the wrong terminal, has to stand there and wait, you know, because it's like six minutes before the next one comes. Anyway, so nine minutes later, he gets to the gate. Uh, fun fact flight to heaven, slightly shorter than the flight to Australia. None of people know. <laughs> right. that. Also, by the way, um, he, get, he gets to the top of the thing with the gate and they're ready to get it. And, they meet up with grandma and grandpa here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who saw a four-way tongue kiss with grandma, grandpa, and her little brother <laughs> yes. and Michael? You are. You are the only one who saw that. I watched. You got to stop falling asleep during our movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you. I got to watch this one again. Hold you guys got to wake up during so, my movies. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Um. So yeah. The, so, and then he goes. He goes. The next part of my dream was painful, but nowhere near as painful as it'll be when. It's like for realsies, though. Um, so he he saw him trying to get on. He, he's on the plane now, right? He's heading to heaven. He's like, and I saw you guys trying to get on, but it was too late. The plane was already pulling away. And I'm like, boy, you really got to drive this shit home, huh? Like we wouldn't get the analogy if you didn't. Oh, but then you tried to get on. You motherfucker. And then I saw you pressed up against the windows by flying scorpions. It was really, really awkward. I felt really bad for you. And again, like, let's just take a moment. This is this kid's family. And he's like, I mean, I'm already on the plane. I feel like if you make a big enough scene, you can get someone on the plane. My wife's been late to planes and I've just been like, well, I'm in the door. So either you got half a Jew in your door when you land in Seattle or we wait a minute. What do you think, woman being paid $18 an hour? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You're not an air marshal. That guy's an air marshal. Yeah, the morbidly obese guy. Yeah, him. We all can see your gun, sir. It's right under your fat. Because you sit on planes all day. Also, by the way, he goes for the for the cry again here, and but he can't quite make it happen. Right, like he goes. It's like watching somebody try to almost sneeze but not quite be able to get it or whatever. But he, it's like that with a cry. They cut away for a second. They cut back. Somebody threw a bucket of water on his face. <laughs> yeah, right. like, okay, well that that's not. It's realistic. like he went to mom and he was like, I-, "I can't fake cry," and she was like, "Well, I can teach you to fake orgasm." And he was like, "Close enough." Okay. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> turned into a bukkake <laughs> video that's cool and, and also there's this bit where it's like you know where you can tell that the uh the the, the filmmakers were like i don't think we're going to be able to make 30 minutes and the <laughs> and the director's like no there is no there is literally no rule that says you have to stop watching the airplane take off at any particular point <laughs> no we'll just we do can... 15 minutes of stock footage of an airplane <laughs> yeah, exactly off. right that's that's what we get <laughs> but then we also we still weren't to 30 minutes yet so they're like all right, what about a montage? You know what? Because we did a lot of weird editing, a lot of gaps. It was disjointed. We'll fill in everybody on the chronology of the movie because they were probably confused. Is oh. that what we were going for here? Yeah. And yeah, you know what? We can make thoughts. a music video for Keith Green's song to my parents at the same time. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, so I didn't figure out that they were like laying out the chronology. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to see highlights from the movie. And then I'm like, nope, nope, just lights. Well, just not hot. <laughs> These are just scenes that could have been chosen with a dart. No, you're right. It, we got more instant replays of the movie that <laughs> yeah, we already right. saw than anything else. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but yeah, just random scenes with bad Christian mu- music over the top. And by the way, 
this is not the credits, right? There's no. nothing. There's no words on the screen at this point. We just get this for like four minutes and then <laughs> the credits. Just Michael getting two feet inbounds before the rapture or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is so, just a music video before the end of the movie. Right, right. And by the way, the song is as close to the tune of Elton John's Your Song as they could legally get away with. Oh, there are like amazing. so many points where they just like suddenly, oh, but if we just throw a D in here for no reason that sounds all disjointed, it's totally legal. So. It's a I little like the bit song, funny. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, knockoff Elton John is pretty good, right? Well, he, I mean, I'll tell you what, the just lyricist. Just ask Billy Joel. <laughs> The lyricist um, pissed me off. So I, if, if you guys don't mind, we did the rap. I want to do the uh, the country tune here, too. Um, <laughs> right. So so it starts off. He says, I need to say these things because I love you so. And I'm sorry you get angry when I say that. You just don't know. Yeah. Okay. First of all, okay. Noah had way more flow than the guy in the song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. No, I made it almost sound like that was on purpose. First of all, okay. I'm sorry you get pissed off when I point out that you're wrong is not an apology. That <laughs> that's like the most underhanded bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry you get mad when I point out what a dick you are. That's not. That does not count. I've been told before that does not count. Yeah, I wrote down the no illusions responding to listener complaints. School of apology. <laughs> no, come on. The, the, only the only the. That seems I'm sorry to you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry you're stupid. <laughs> So, okay, so he goes on uh, that you don't know that there's a heaven waiting for you and me. I know it seems every time we talk, I'm only trying to just make you see. I'm only (laughs) trying to just. That's a good sign that you're right in that rhyme parameter, bro. No, start again. It's me and C that you're working with. You couldn't find another fucking rhyme for me that fit into your fucking parameters? Maybe you could put five more split infinitive words in there. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of like it when song lyrics sound like you're shaking the person you're singing to. (laughs) (laughs) So again, the chorus, he goes, and it's only that I care. I really only want just to see you there. That's a human sentence construction right there. That's how humans talk. Anyway, he goes on. Please try and overlook my my human side. Yes, that's what he says. I know I'm such a bad example, and you know I'm so full of pride. Yeah. Okay, look, I know I'm a dick, but Jesus wasn't. Oh, what? Oh, he was. <laughs> um, um, you're going to hell. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, but he, he, no, no, he, he stakes out for Jesus. He says, but Jesus isn't like that. No, he's perfect all the way. I guess that's why we need him. Cause by ourselves, ha, there's just no way. Way? Way. way. They write way with way and had to go out of their way to do it both times. They had to they force had to the way a- in there. And they had to throw in the, the fake ha in song yeah. form. Yes, by ourselves. Ha! There's just no way. <laughs> this, song, this song should be called "Fuck You, Noah." Think about well, it me really- to four in the morning, Noah. The song. Yeah, right. No, it gets worse too because they, they do the second chorus and he fucks it up. He's like, I guess he realized that only and just shouldn't both be used as modifiers. So instead, this time he goes, and it's only that I care. 
I really, really only want to see you there. You see, he's fixed the problem <laughs> by using really twice. Okay, well, now I feel like you didn't like my song, I Really, Really Wanted. Yeah, no, 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 so we're done. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so now we get the bridge. He goes, and, and this, by the way, it gets so much fucking weirder from this point on the song does. It takes a bizarre turn. Um, he goes, close the doors. They're just not coming. We sent the invitations out long, 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 long ago. No, no. How do you feel about four longs approach to mm, You know, I feel like you should have gone for six. I feel like if you're going to go that way, just go that way. How many reallys did we do? It be a, <laughs> In a really, really long, long, really, really long, 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 long time long away. <laughs> so, okay. So then he goes on. We're still going to have a wedding feast big enough to beat them all. The greatest people in the world just won't come. So we'll just have to invite the small. Yes, both of those justs are in the goddamn song. Oh, and by the way, then, then we get the third chorus. He does the only, the just, and both the reallys. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. And then we get this little... I have no fucking idea what's going on here. I really don't. I have I no absolutely... idea. This terrified me. <laughs> I listened to this like seven times and then I found it online and I was like, oh, they must have cut the song off short. No, they did not. This no. is the song. Okay. <laughs> he goes, isn't that Jesus? So they showed up in heaven. He goes, isn't that Jesus? Isn't that Joseph and Mary's son? Son. Well, did... Yeah, no, that's the first part of the rhyme. <laughs> well, did he grow up right here? He played with our children. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rhyme. Who's singing now? <laughs> Whose kids play with Jesus's kids that are singing now? Wait, it gets worse. He goes, what? He must be kidding. Thinks he's a prophet. Well, prophets don't grow up from little boys, do they? From little boys. Do they? <laughs> Do they? I <laughs> that is the end of the song, by the way. No, it is. Do they? And then what? I, I guarantee you everyone in the studio was just like, what? And he was like, yeah, that's the song. Put it on there. What does he think they grow up from? I don't. I What the? F yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's the goddamn song. All right. So. Glad to have that over with. I do have one final question to close things off for you, though. Uh, I'm going to put you in Michael's shoes for a minute. You find yourself recording a tape for your parents because you just can't have this particular conversation with them in person. Mm. What's on that tape? Um. Okay. Uh, dear mom and dad, I'm voting for a Republican. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, they'd put me through conversion therapy. <laughs> I was sure it was going to be something Oxford comma related. Uh, and Eli? Oh, uh, it goes, it's Thursday. And you say the day, it's the whole thing. I don't think this is funny. Got legs. <laughs> Sorry. You do the intro from now on. <laughs> well, that does it for uh, our review of Future Tense. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to get you excited about next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Muhammad, the last prophet. We know people were a little disappointed. So I found an animated movie about Muhammad on YouTube <laughs> that looks pretty great. Awesome. So we're going to do some Muhammad stuff. And you can see him in everything. No tinkles. Oh, really? Yeah. 
All right, we're going to send for this one. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 125 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors to help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful, and thereby earn early access to every episode. You can also help us done by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, The Skeptocrat, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard during another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Crackhouse librarian died of a heart attack while sprinting to rearrange their books autobiographically. <laughs> The schizophrenic biologist that accidentally let Dad out of his cage resigned from the laboratory in disgrace. <laughs> Ironically, the flight to heaven is mostly sick old people and babies. <laughs> One, two, three, four degrees four, is how many we have up five, on my outside. Four. Six, a total of eight. four goddamn degrees is how many we have. That's it. I've already counted all the degrees. Sorry, you want to do the 10 count, Eli? Eli, Should keep the rhythm. Warm <laughs> me right up. All right. How do you pronounce sheep fabric there, Morgan? <laughs> what would you say? What would you call a sheep fabric? How would you, how would you pronounce that? Where's Morgan from? He's, originally Texas. Yeah, yeah. Canada. But, but, Isn't he Canadian? Oh no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's Canadian, Canadian Texas. Texan. So he's like, he's like, like Ted Cruz. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably pronounces it "sorry," whatever you want. <laughs> Hello, welcome to typical mattress buying experience. How much sorry, of my sorry. chest hair can you see? Apparently he needs a minute. <laughs> I've had to buy shit from this guy so many times. Uh, <coughs> I need a sip of coffee. Get out of my fucking house. No, yeah, right? you, I don't want your four Slavic friends having a weird party here. No. Don't stand there and talk. You're done. You're done. You, you brought me the object. The fucking end. Jesus. Sorry, I, I'm not going to give up before we get to that. But but yeah, but s slow down, Eli. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I keep jumping ahead. I, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, but I thought he was going to count as Joseph Coney or something. I was <laughs> eight. <laughs> there it is. Warmed up. It's warmed up. It's a balmy five out now. <clears throat> oh, really? That is probably going to be the high temperature for the day. This is as good as it gets. Schwitzing. It is like, it's what, 28 degrees colder than the average temperature here this time of year? Fuck. Okay. Well, we're getting through the worst of it apparently well, early. Th that's the thing, though. Yeah, right. Like, nothing else winter is going to throw at you. No. It's going to seem that bad. Uh, it's going to be 27 degrees out and you're going to be like, this is yeah. nice. Odds are we're guaranteed to have like a relatively mild rest of the winter. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Relatively. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. I'm uh, 
I'm, I'm happy about I that. I want to go skiing as soon as it's up to 27. It's yeah, going to be great. Right, right. When it's, once it gets warm enough yeah. to ski. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Quick 10 count here from Morgs. It's Theosaurus. <laughs> what? <laughs> the book. The book. With all the extra words in it. All I right. Forgot the element. Oh, I Te- see. Technetium? Were you trying to say technetium? That's the and one. You said and you said theosaurus. I thought you were making a thesaurus joke somehow, and that's I. What, that's what I thought when you explained. I was like, "Oh, he meant this." Okay, yeah, I but, but I didn't. It. I didn't get it. I just assumed that's what the joke was. Sometimes Eli's humor operates on a higher plane get him a than level. mine. <laughs> Chimera, technetium, or me and Eli. Technetium sounded fine to me. I had no idea. I, I, well, it's it, and, and I was looking for something no one had ever fucking heard of, right? That was, like, that, that was my <laughs> one was, guy. And there's one guy in our. Well, actually, I am the world's yeah. foremost uh, leading expert on the various phases of technetium. Uh, you are correct that glo- <laughs> goblins are not one of them, but uh, <sighs> yeah, no, I feel stupid. And I and and there's this whole big thing on wool. I was already feeling stupid for mispronouncing technetium, and then I was just like, no, all the dictionaries seem to say it's wool, wool, and I'm just like, well, it's a British then. Fuck all y'all. I can, I know what sheep make. Go to England. Been to England. Hang out with Marsh, where skepticism changes shit. Yeah, they don't have. Oh fuck! I was gonna say they don't have Trump, but they have. I mean, just it's it's theirs is better, but. The dumb is there too. Marsh doesn't yeah, use Marsh. Marsh has like comma. three meetings and homeopathy is illegal. They shot all the homeopathists. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he had it that easy. All right. <clears throat> I'm ready to go on the skits. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.